In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino. And I'm Jordana Abraham, and it is so good to be back with you, Nicole. What has been what have you been up to this past couple oh, weeks? Past wedding couple wise weeks. and otherwise. You know. I've I, I know I I know I've been going through ups and downs with the kind of being remotivated to plan kind of thing. Um, this week has been a, a more of a demotivating week. Um, yeah, I just am feeling. I, I kind of have taken a pause and and whatnot with the wedding planning. But I the good thing is, you know, I have so much time and so much of my wedding has already been done. So that's nice. I don't I would rather feel like do you have anything else to do. I do. I have to do all the oh, decor. I have to get uh, wedding rings, wedding bands. Um, but the big stuff like venue, uh, you know, band music, um, what else am I thinking of? Oh, videographer, photographer, which is funny because on the subject of videographer, we've been having debates on Instagram this week. So a lot of people feel like you don't need one. I had a lot of questions about that. I would love to to know the listeners thoughts because like we are also go- I feel like that is the one thing that people just keep going back and forth on. Like we are like, yeah. should we? We it kind of seems like something we'll never really watch, but like you can't like get it afterwards. I don't yeah. know. It's a divisive topic. There's people that are so pro video and they're like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have my video footage from my wedding. We watch it all the time, blah, blah, blah. But then there's watch some- Watch it all the time? <laughs> there's, I like swear. anything on Netflix? No, let's just put back, we'll put the <laughs> wedding video back on. <laughs> just binge watch my wedding video over and over. Right. Probably something I would do, honestly, because I go through like my own Instagram sometimes. I do too. I like, I definitely look at like old pictures like constantly, but I hate, yeah. like I wouldn't, I don't listen to any of the, my old podcasts or like, I don't like listen. I don't like, like watching myself on video. So yeah. part of me is like, but then I'm also like, well, I'm going to look like really good that day. And like, maybe I want the speeches taken yeah. care of. Maybe I want to show my grandkids. Well, that's the so thing. Some people say they hire a videographer just to like film a bunch and then you can pay like sometimes you can pay a hundred dollars extra for just all the raw footage which people love um so that's something but then there's some people who are like oh no save your money you don't need a videographer you have those photos and the memories and this that and the other we personally hired a videographer because I this is gonna get real deep for a second but at my sister's um you know, we, she had a great videographer and we were so thankful for the raw footage because, you know, a couple months after my sister's wedding was when my mom passed away. 
And so we had that footage of her, like the videographer, he went above and beyond, saw that she had passed away Mm -hmm. literally after like this was way after my sister's wedding, made a compilation video of the footage of my mom having fun at the wedding. And it was so it was so special. Yeah, I was like, he's like he's blown up since then. And yeah, I mean, that in itself is obviously worth it. Like you'll never get that footage anywhere else. Um, not to get real deep. I'm like, that's well, why now, I-, I mean, now that you're saying that I'm like, I need a videographer now. Um, <laughs> you're now, if you don't yeah. No, I no. mean, it just kind of feels like if you're like, if you're trying to cut stuff, it just seems like the first thing to go. Yeah. It, it, just, it always like, is. You know what I mean? Well, and then I've heard some people, one person DM'd us and was like, Oh, I, I was thinking of just telling my friends to like film video footage on their phones and making them do that for video and I was like ooh, I wouldn't do that because that like that means you're like putting your friends to work for free at your wedding I don't know oh but I yeah. see where I mean it'd be kind of like from. a nice thing if you if they happen to do it but I would never ask someone to do it right right I see where she is coming from because this day and age with people and their phones out at weddings there is going to be so much free video footage um, right but do people out. take videos like do you oh that's another question I think like we should we should get to maybe in a different episode where like are you doing that like phoneless wedding where we're like you know like we want like the like we don't want pictures of people like taking pictures in at the ceremony or anything like that like some people ask people to put away their phones and some people are like great like more pictures of me on Instagram yeah I when I first saw that concept I was like this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen but I so now I've talked to like my old one of my old coworkers did it and she explained a rational rationale why and it made so much sense because you're just you know it, it's you don't it, want to see people's phones and your yeah in your professional photos I get I also kind of felt like both like one mm-hmm. like on the one hand like like this seems like dumb like let people do whatever they want and yeah. on the other hand like um I get it. Like you want the picture, like you're paying a lot for the pictures. You want them to look a certain way. Right. Right. And also but, like, do you want people to be listening and not like and capturing content? you want people content. to be present. That's the thing. Like yeah. you want people to just be there enjoying with you. And like my pet peeve is when I'm with friends, if we're like, you know, at dinner or a game night and stuff and people are on their phones, I'm like, you're not really with me here. So I do get why people do it. Um, Personally, since we run Betches Brides Instagram, I'll right. probably literally have someone from Betches there like covering my wedding. Right. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's an interesting thing. I'll have to pull the audience. Stay tuned. Yeah, I wonder what what their their views are. I feel like it could go either way. Um, but I know a lot of people have strong opinions. I remember seeing that in the in the Facebook group back yeah in the day. Topic. Um, yeah. And on my end, um, I found a photographer, so I'm really excited. She actually was a You Up and Brides listener, um, and she's based in Mexico City. I'm getting married in a different part of Mexico, but she like DM me, and I like looking through her her page and her videos and her stuff, and she, she was just like, I loved her photos. So this podcast has brought me closer to. The venue. Well, I'll have her on at a at a different point. She's like an amazing photographer. Yeah. I'm really excited. Um, and oh I'll God. you know, she'll come on on an episode probably a little closer to the 
the wedding yeah. to answer all your destination wedding photographer needs questions. That's incredible. Vendors DM Jordana. She's picking she's picking vendors now. <laughs> that's how to find her. Wait, that's so awesome, though. Um, And that's so awesome that she's based in Mexico City, because I can't imagine it'd be easy to just find wedding vendors for a destination wedding. So, yeah. And it's awesome that, you know, where we were, you know, people we have listeners in yeah countries all over the world which is we great have listeners um, in like south africa like literally in mauritius this little island off of east africa where our first stop on the honeymoon was going to be i had listeners dming me being like oh no don't listen to you know the travel agent stay here in this one like giving me like local tips i was like this is awesome oh wow that's great yeah. i'll definitely when i decide where i'm doing my honeymoon i want i want the local experience as yeah. well um but yeah, I think the listeners are great. The, the bridal community is so great that everyone, you know, helps each other out, gives each other tips and like helps each other learn from all these things. And we just talked about like five different questions. So if you guys have something you want us to pull uh, the bridal audience on at Betches Brides, uh, email us. Or if you have an, a question, we're about to do some advice letters, email brides at Betches.com. And um, we would love to answer your questions. We really enjoy this. Yes. We all need each other's advice. right? And now. also, yes. And check out our, if you are a fan of brides and you would like to support the show, check out our merch, go to betches.co slash brides merch. I personally love like all the, the bridesmaid mugs and the pouches that are good, great for bachelorette parties. And they're also good for like asking your friends to be your bridesmaids in a fun way. What do you like? I literally bought 10 of them for my 10 bridesmaids, the be my bridesmaid bitch mug, because I made Barry our merch, um, e-commerce manager make those because I was like what am I supposed to get my bridesmaids to ask them and I was like honestly I just feel like asking them to like bitch be my bridesmaid in an easy way and she was like um put that on a mug let's do that so guys oh, wow. do that it. was your idea I love it yeah back back in that's the day. great yeah 2019 good times have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's get into the emails. You ready? Yes. All right. I'll start. Um, hi, I need advice on my bachelorette party. I'm getting married September 2021. Just like Nicole. 
Woo. Um, and my bachelorette party is in Nashville in August. My maid of honor started planning it and she she told the girls the estimated cost. Six of them said they couldn't come because it was too expensive. Now, if we still go to Nashville, it will be be me and only three other girls. I'm the first in my friend group to get married. And I pictured everyone being there to celebrate with me. I understand not being able to afford it, but I'm upset. So many people can't come. I'm stuck between making everyone happy by choosing a cheaper destination or do what I've always wanted, wanted with only a few girls and go to Nashville. I could really appreciate your advice because I'm so torn on what to do. Yeah. So this one, when I first read it, I was like, okay, so my dream is to only have me and three other four, four is a great group. You don't want to be, I've been on a bachelorette party with 14 plus women. It's, you feel like you're on a field trip and you're the leader of a field trip for grown adults, opinions, drunk women. Yes. Yeah. And it's, so the four, the the small group, I mean, uh, let me come. I'm going to email her back and ask her if I can join. But um, I mean, I, I would do, if she's truly always wanted to do this Nashville Bachelorette, I would do that with the small group that can. And then maybe with the other six that can't come because of the price, which is totally understandable, I would do like a dinner, a local dinner or something. Yeah, a night out in your city. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I think that that's a great idea. It's a great plan. And I think you could have like my my friend um, had her bachelorette party in Central Pay, which was really oh. fun. Not that many people came. Uh, it was like six, six people, which actually stole a lot for that. But she also kind of then had like a second one in the city where we all went out like with like, I don't know, 10, 15 people. Um, and it was great because she got to do the trip that she wanted and it was a smaller mm-hmm. group and it was like a little more. I think it's like it's really fun when it's a small group because, again, it feels like a like a real girl's trip and not like it's just like a million right. people who are all just kind of like with their own opinions, doing their own thing. So I definitely agree with you. I think that's a great solution. And also, if you really want everyone to come, like I don't I don't necessarily think that that I would do this or I wouldn't I would. uh but if you or, or I would care as much. But if I if I did, I might say, OK, I I'm going to let everyone know I'm going to subsidize a little bit of it um, mm-hmm. because I really want these people to come. Like if you're willing to pay a little bit more, maybe to like make the, the cost a little lower, like let's say you're like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to subsidize the rooms. I'm putting this much in so it's going to be cheaper or I'm going right. to. Um, yeah. Offer I don't know if you really want them to come. Yeah. yeah. Or you can make it a little bit more budget friendly, maybe by picking different activities. There are ways to like try to mitigate the cost. But I think if you want the bachelorette that you want to do, do it. Whoever comes will will come. If there's enough people who wanted to come but couldn't because of cost, again, like do something local. When it's a huge group and not like six is perfect, four is great, you know, eight, uh, you're getting up there a lot. But when it's a huge group, it takes so long to even just like get out of the uh, hotel in the morning or whatever you're saying. It just like, you have to have like a strict type A person make the itinerary and like force everyone to stick to it because it just, you know, people take forever to get ready people. And I don't know. I, I do feel bad for her though. It becomes like clicks within the, within the bachelorette party when there's too many people. It's not like a solidified group. Yep. Yep. And then, and then there are those people, like maybe it's the bride or maybe it's like, the, the floaters that are 
like friends with both cliques that feel like they have to like keep trying to bring both cliques together. That's always me. I'm somehow always like friends with both cliques and it's just like a weird dynamic. I don't know. I just, yeah, I think, um, I do feel bad for her though. Cause it says she's, she's one of the younger ones and her, um, or like, they're all kind of young, I guess she's one of the first ones to get married um oh she's the first in her friend group to get married i see that okay they might be too young where they're like you know how the perfect age is like getting to like mid upper 20s when at least in like our area and stuff where people start getting married a little later but you're not fresh out of college so you've had time to right somewhere in the middle work yeah so it's like you have some some money to spend some right uh what's the word right right. disposable income disposable income yes (laughs) So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think that like if she, but if she wants to do this, like do it. I think you'll have fun regardless. And again, then you get two bachelorette parties or two nights out, and right. you know, people like that. All right, let's do another one. All right, this one says, "Help! I'm newly engaged. How do I? Oh, I love this one actually because we're gonna get real deep. How do I initiate conversation with my dad about how much money he is going to give me for the wedding? I've been engaged for two weeks. We are doing something very small. Muzzy, money isn't an issue for my dad. He dropped, he just dropped $250,000 on a plot of undeveloped land. LOL. Can you throw me $10,000? She's saying to her dad. I'm young and poor, so he can switch the courtroom wedding to a small intimate gathering of roughly 30 people. I'm not doing a dress, wedding party, fancy decorations, or a sit-down dinner. Our vision is to rent out a section of a revived mill, have a pizza truck, and small brewery, and provide drinks. But I hate asking for help. Dad is single, and mother is out of the picture. Thank you. So this one really struck a chord with me because just to be completely transparent and honest, like my father is helping out with a large portion of the wedding and I'm very grateful and I'm very por- mm-hmm. fortunate. Mike's parents as well. We're chipping in some as well. Um, that said, we're not like going above and beyond and like we're, we're having a very normal wedding and like, you know, average, whatever. It's in Maryland. We would have done it up here in New York, but could not afford that. None of us could. And, you know, we're very grateful and fortunate that my dad has the means to be able to contribute, which I know a lot of people don't. I, however, I have been that throughout the wedding planning and hiring vendors, I've dreaded calling my dad and being like, Hey, I need this. Cause I, I just haven't like since literally since college, even before I've, I've worked since I was 15 years old in like restaurant jobs and stuff. I just, I hate having to ask my dad for money for things. And for this, it's like, he's like, no, Nicole, trust me. Like I've been planning for this. Like you can totally ask me. He's like, but it still feels so weird to me. I don't know what and you have that's to like, ask every time or is it? Well, well so that's, that's my, my piece my of question advice. is like, <laughs> okay, do, do okay. what I didn't do. Like I didn't really, I, I tried to forecast a budget and kind of let him know. And he was like, whatever. Okay. Like my dad and I we're like bad at planning when it comes to thing like things like this, both of us. Um, but that was my advice. It's like plan a full, like try to, 
budget as best as you can at the beginning. Be very transparent. Like this is how much this and this wedding, she's it's very low key. So, I mean, you know, she's doing a pizza truck and a brewery. Well, here's how I do it. Um, Because just remember going into this that no one owes you anything. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the first thing um, to remember when you're going into this conversation with your dad. Like you write, um, how do I initiate the conversation with my dad about how much money he is going to give me for the wedding? Like even that, even the phrasing, I don't love of that because it's like, how how do I like ask him how much he's giving? Like figure Mm -hmm. out how much, ask him how much he's giving me when really it's like, how do I see if he was willing to contribute to the wedding? Because like to be totally, I mean, like, my my parents are giving a little bit. Mike's parents are also giving a little bit. We're giving a little bit. Also, kind of same situation. But like, I went into it thinking that like, um, that wasn't necessarily going to be the case. And like, mm-hmm. um, and again, we figured out like what we would ideally like to spend, and then um, figured out how much everyone was going to give. But all the time, remember, that anything someone gives you is a is a gift, and it's a nice gesture, and it's not something that you were entitled to. You don't have to pay for your kid's wedding. And I actually, I mean, I'm very, again, I also feel lucky that, that, um, both of our parents like would like to contribute, um, in some ways and feel like they're like happy to and excited to. Um, but I know me by no means like think that they have to, and if they didn't, then I would do a smaller wedding that I could afford right. because I do think, I mean, I, I'm also like a little older. I have my own money. Um, yeah. so I also think that like, um, if you're if you feel like you're old enough to get married then you're old enough to put on an event in my mind so i do think that the attitude to go into it with is like this is like what i would like to do ideally i'm going to see if this person would like to give me any money if they don't like i'm not going to get angry because that or like upset because again i'm not entitled to anything so i would talk talk to your dad i would like i would call him be like we're really excited for the wedding um we're and again, like just because he spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a plot of land, that's I assume an investment, does not mean that like it's not like he spent that on like gum. Like yeah, it's not, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily equate that's to me to be like reckless spending. Too, with that with that part too, whether whether your dad's a a billionaire or not, it still doesn't feel good asking anybody for money. You know, yeah. So. That here, kind of- well, here, that's what I'm saying. That's the way I, the way I'd ask it is I'd call and I'd say, we're really excited for the wedding. Would you like to contribute to the wedding? Like, mm-hmm. um, like it, and if so, like how much would you like to contribute? And then yeah. like, that's kind of, I think that's a respectful way of asking someone, not like how much money are you giving me for the wedding? But right. more like, we're doing this, like, I think it's going to cost this much. Would, would you would you be comfortable contributing or would you like to or like and if you did it would mean so much to me but not like demanding mm-hmm. this money I don't think that like anyone is entitled to that I like that point of view that's a very I feel like that kind of point of view like I'm not entitled to this I love what you said about um having you know throwing the event pr- like pretend it's only you and your fiance paying for this and like then what can you do there if you get the other money then from parents then obviously you can do more but i love that perspective i feel like when you see these giant like over the top weddings where there's like swans and stuff and and you know the bride and groom it's not them paying for it because you know like 
you know, what their jobs are. You just know no, they don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I feel like that's a situation where I can picture the bride or groom to their parents or families being like, like just knowing that their parents are going to pay for the wedding and kind of feeling that entitlement. And look, like I, I'm not here to, I mean, if you can, shame. if you can, if- yeah, I think if you can, if your parents can afford and are happy to contribute, like that's great. You're yeah. very lucky. That's amazing. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking someone's money if they're offering it in a healthy, nice way. Right. Um, I think it's more about like expecting it or right, feeling right. it's you're entitled to it. Totally. Totally. And guess what? If your parents can't afford a, a swans carrying you out on a lake in your wedding. Right. And they're happy to do it and you don't feel entitled about and you want it to like, you know what? Do it. Go out, girl. It's your wedding. <laughs> so if you I can afford know, it just... and you won't go into debt because of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't get the um, swans if you're gonna go into debt. Yeah, and just remember that just swan. because just because someone can afford technically to give you money, it doesn't mean they have to or they should. Like maybe your dad doesn't necessarily think spending money on a wedding is a good use of his retirement funds or like he was saving that money for something else. Like Again, I think it's great and nice and like beautiful when someone contributes and they want to help you and they want to do that. But I don't think that it's like anyone should feel like that is their right. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like coronavirus has made us like realize over the top weddings at this point, like you can still do a beautiful, small, low key wedding like she's describing here. And it can be so special and so nice and not put anybody into debt or soak up their retirement fund so yeah all that matters the people that you love are there and again like you said you're you're pretty young you don't have any money um you want to do this low-key wedding like if you're like i think that if you really want this wedding and then your dad is not willing to contribute and you can't find the funds anywhere you could take a little time save up and then have it when you can financially afford it if that's the everything in life is like kind of a trade-off so it's like you can either do a smaller cheaper wedding now if you want to get married now or if you're willing to wait um you could wait and save more money and do it yourself or maybe your dad will help you out and you can have the best of both worlds but again like Mm -hmm. expect nothing be grateful for everything (laughs) it's the way to go i'm getting that on a plaque in my room and hanging it up in the wall. Expect nothing. Perspective. <laughs> right. All right. Love the pod and the advice you've been giving lately. I have a doozy. My fiance and I found out that his lifelong best friend and best man slept with his younger sister this past weekend. Um, we all attended a family friend's wedding three weeks ago where they reconnected and flirted the, uh, the whole night, much to my fiance's demise. Okay. The best man is known for ghosting slash being a fuckboy, and his sister is a senior in college and generally a hot mess. Obviously, this won't end well. Our wedding is just six months away. She is a bridesmaid, so they are both in our bridal party, and we have a lot of events to go to together. My fiance is hurt and upset that they acted selfishly, in his opinion, and wants to confront his sister about it. Do you have any advice on how to handle this? Thanks so much. Awkward. So basically, to summarize, the the yeah the fiance's sister hooked up with the best man this wedding has not happened yet but sounds like the fiance right and it seems like it's doomed because the fiance's um sister is like a little bit maybe goes for the wrong guys and the best Mm -hmm. man is not someone who treats women necessarily very well (laughs) 
ghosting fuck boy. We know plenty right. of those. For um, sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's a sticky situation here. I, I, I laughed when I first read this because I was like, I would just to fuck with everybody, pair them up in the <laughs> in like the walking down the uh Nicole, i didn't know you were such a shit star until we started this podcast i'm doing that in my own wedding party i'm like like my I'm learning my so much about you <laughs> no we literally have been talking about because mike and i went to jmu not to make this story about me but real quick mike and i went to jmu we have a lot of the same friends from college a lot of our friends best friends have like all hooked up with each other back in the day and so just to stir some shit we're gonna pair them up and um put them like like my, I know Mike's best man hooked up with one of my friends and like it's awkward so we're gonna like pair them when they walk down the aisle together and I've and like they told didn't know her before now they do <laughs> I've told her I'm doing this and she's laughing about it we think it's funny but yeah I mean um, I think it's funny if the both people are like over each other and yeah like you know, they, they hooked up a long time ago and no one has any feelings for each other. Like then it's like yeah. funny and like, you know what I mean? They're it's like significant a little, others. Like, nod to their history. Yeah. Right. They're, but, they're um, now significant others will probably hate us for it and be like, thanks. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure I would be annoyed at you. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, if someone like in this case, like clearly, like I think they're worried about like someone getting hurt. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that route. Mm -mm. Um, I think I think it's kind of weird that the fiance wants to confront his sister. I think he should confront his friend. That's what I said. We always in any situation, we always blame the woman. We right. always blame the girl. It's like the guy. To, it takes she's two young. To she's in college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like confront she's in college. Friend. She's naive. She's probably yeah. always had a crush on him. If it's like her brother's best friend, like I think it's way more fucked up of the brother's friend who's right. like especially if he knows he like does not treat girls well and he knows he's not gonna like wipe this woman up like i think it's fucked up that he hooked up with her like that's yeah. his that's your best friends if you if i was gonna if i were i would assume if i were guys if i had a best friend with a younger sister um i would not hook up with her unless i was like really wanted to date her or like yeah. treat her really well oh, so yeah. and that doesn't sound like that's the case here i don't think it's like a her fault yeah, I think that's like very rude. Um, I would ask him to speak to his friend and be like, um, I'm a little upset that you like hooked up with my sister. I assume you're like not trying to like fully date her. If you are, let me know. But if you're not like you kind of made things a little weird and like I honestly don't appreciate you treating my sister yeah. this way. Like um, ghost, so, ghost whoever you want, but not my family. <laughs> right. Like that's disrespectful. I think yeah. I would say to yeah. And I would say to your friend, like, listen, like I need you to do like damage control here. If you're not interested in her, then like, I need you to like have a, an awkward conversation where you like talk it out and like, make sure that she's not like, you're not like ghosting her, like making her like, mm -hmm. like she's not going to be like anxiously trying to figure out if you like her at our wedding and making things weird for everyone. Like this is on you. You right. fucked up. You hooked up with someone that like who's related to me, which is not, which is like again disrespectful. It's not your sister's fault. Yeah, she's like guys a young hate, naive college girl with a crush. Guys hate confrontation though. Like I could see this fiance if it, if he's anything like my Mike. Like if this happened, my Mike would probably just be like, oh, like he'd be annoyed, but he'd eventually probably just let it go. But no, I agree. You have to address it. Go to the if he's such a best man, best friend he should be receptive to you just talking to him 
directly, like you just said, in that way. And that this is one of those things you got to address now, because if you don't like there, there might be that weird tension at the wedding where the little sister senior in college, like thinks she's going to hook up with him again and wants to. And then he's not, like, I, I right. and then she and, feels like sad and like, you know, yeah. upset. Yeah. Yeah. I think like do the damage control. I get it's, it's long enough away that like, if they, if they dealt with it now, it wouldn't be that weird by the time it comes around. But like, I think like the best way to like end something well is to just be honest and to say to this guy, like, Again, if you're not interested in my sister, I'm a little annoyed that you would hook up with her if you're not interested in fully dating her, which I assume you're not. And if you're mm-hmm. not, like, please end it in a very, like, nice, graceful way and do it now so she has time to get over it and make sure that she's clear on, like, where you stand because it's, like, not nice. Right, right. Yeah. It's time for this ghosting sleigh boy to, <laughs> to own up to his exactly his and for more dating advice go to you up podcast yeah where i will dispense that every week this was a very you up adjacent um adjacent uh question email yeah, like. yeah for sure um but that was our episode i think we helped out a lot of brides what do you think we did we did definitely and i you guys keep submitting questions we're here you can dm us but we love an email because it's just easier to like sift through and read when it comes to emails for the podcast but um that is how we produce the show through the betches brides um email account so email brides at betches.com with your question or your suggestion for something we want us to cover um, we would love to do it. And we're also going to play next time. We're going to play runaway bride. So if you have any other scenarios about like, would you run away at the altar or walk down? Um, I'm sure you've heard us play that on different episodes. Send us your suggestions. We might pick one and do it on the show. Yes. I love runaway bride. I call it the uh, wedding version of red flag or deal breaker that you guys it play is on the way. Yes. It's like high stakes red flag or deal breaker. Cause it's yes. like red flag or deal breaker, but you've already spent like thousands of dollars. Um, so yes. you kind of also you, you like add that into the equation um, yeah, it makes of it deciding if you want to walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Definitely makes it a little tougher. Yes. <sighs> All right, brides. Um, till death do us part. Bye. Bye. Betches.